I love summer. I'm the girl who hates the cold weather, loves when summer break comes. I love when my kids get off the bus that last day. I love when the pool opens on Memorial Day weekend. I love having no schedule, nowhere to be, just wake up, figure out what to do, maybe run to the, the kids to their camp or practice, but come home and know it's just going to be relaxed in the sense of a schedule, of course, because who knows what crazy shenanigans happen in the summer between the kids and everyone being home. But my point is I love the new. I love that the schedule is gone. We're getting out of the dreariness, the rain, of course, the cold weather, and just bringing all this new feeling of renewal. And that's what we're talking about today. We all know what it's like to feel refreshed and renewed. And today we're going to have a bit of a more serious conversation about renewing our faith and really doing it in a way that doesn't feel intimidating for you. It feels natural. It works into our real life, no matter what part of our faith journey we are on. And we're going to talk about how to bring that to our family. Because the truth is, if we are a faith-filled home or we desire to be that, it takes a lot of work. But knowing what we're up against in today's world It's probably never been more worthy of a cause for us to fight really, really hard for. Let's dive into this episode and talk about what renewal looks like for our family. Come along, friend. Let's grow. Welcome to families that stick together to step right over the random pile of clothes where it looks like all my kids melted, turn right past the pile of papers still out from last month's school project, maybe don't look at the sink, and make yourself at home, friend. This is where our family of six hangs out. It's where our real life happens. Stay long enough to be reminded of what we both already know, that swimming upstream is not without much work and grace, but it does come with friends who are rooting you on just as fiercely as the way you love your strong family. We work together here as friends so we can get to the end knowing we did well. Come along with us to gather together to grow through it all. Welcome friend with your laundry, your running shoes, or your cup of coffee. I can't wait to spend my time with you. And now, my mom, who I nicknamed O-Dubs because she gets her roots dyed every six weeks, Jennifer Zumbio. If you were thinking, does her daughter call her O-Dubs for old woman? Yep, you're right. Thanks, Megs. You're welcome. Think of all the things you look at in your daily life and you think, gosh, I need a change or I need to fix this or I need to feel a new beginning. I need a renewal. Maybe a room needs to be reorganized or just organized at all. (laughs) Or is it a habit that needs a reset? You know, the workout routine, bedtime, not eating out too much, whatever that habit is, you know what I'm talking about. Or do you ever feel like your whole day just needs a renewal? So you plan a family day at the zoo or you go on a hike or you just choose to go by yourself for a walk alone. Isn't renewal the reason most of us want a vacation? 
a pause from the ordinary so we can step away and place our mind somewhere else. Maybe you're dreaming of a vacation right now. Maybe you were just thinking of how you're going to make it work out for this summer. What about a relationship? Is that what you're feeling like renewing? You just need more connection. You need more meaning. It feels mundane. You just want to find a way to fit all of that goodness into your daily life while remembering to be intentional among all the busy and the crazy schedule. All of these are just different places that you and I probably feel like we desire renewal all day long. And we know that feeling. I don't need to give you a definition or anything like that. I talked about the feeling of summer break for me in the beginning. And, you know, even at the end of summer break, when the kids go back to school and hop on that bus for the first time, it's exciting because, again, that's a new renewal. It's the start of a different kind of beginning, a different schedule again. And our our lives just desire that. You know, we get filled up when we change that and we feel a new challenge coming on and we fill up something that was kind of getting a little stale and we fill it up with something else that really works for us and gives us a change in attitude. So, you know, when I think about renewal, I think about all those areas first in our home, like organization and our habits, exercise, eating healthy, things that we have to kind of evaluate on a regular basis. Maybe it's the way we speak to one another. Maybe it's the lack of motivation to do, do, to do chores, whatever it is. I think all of these examples I gave are so easy to think of when we look at our home and our daily routine and we look at what needs to change, what's kind of causing chaos, where do we need to focus our time, what's working, what's not. And how many of us are looking at our faith? And if we look at our faith, are we looking at it from an individual standpoint? Like, okay, how much quiet time am I getting today? Am I reading my Bible? Am I listening to those podcast devotionals I love to listen to? Or are we looking at it as a family? Like, okay, am I having these really important conversations with my children? Am I even praying for them? Are we praying together as a family? Do we make it a weekly habit that we do not break and we go to church once a week or twice a week or whatever you do? Am I participating in the extra things that my church has to offer? It's no secret that as a parent and as the mother of our family and a wife in our family, we really spend a lot of our time evaluating what's going well in our family, what's not, what we need to change. And if we call ourselves a faith-filled home, or we would write that on a survey and say, yeah, our faith is an important value, is that reflected in the time and energy we are taking to make it a big part of our family? I know this can be a hard subject to talk about because it can first make you think, oh, I'm so guilty of that. No, I'm not. Between the hustle and bustle of all the practices and where we have to be, I feel like I don't have time to do that. Or, gosh, I have really slacked on my own faith formation. I don't know the last time I picked up my Bible or listened to a devotional or whatever it might be for you. This episode is not to make you feel guilty one bit. I think that to set this up, we have to look at our faith as a journey of seasons, right? We all have been in the peaks 
on top of the peaks, I should say, and we all have been in the valleys. And if we haven't, we will be one day. And we know that it's a constant up and down, just like you can't have night without day. You can't have valleys of your faith without the mountains, right? And you can't have the mountains without the valleys. So this episode's not to make you feel guilty. It's also not to feel intimidating. Like, I don't even know how to talk to my family about faith. That's awkward. I don't want to bring this kind of conversation up. Or my spouse and I don't do that. We go to church, but we don't really talk about it afterward. Or I don't know how to pray together very well. Or we recite the same prayer at dinner and bedtime. Isn't that good? None of this is to make you feel guilty. So get that off the table right now and just listen and really think and reflect here. We are all coming out of a really crazy year that has already brought its own piece of renewal for a whole lot of us with either home improvement projects that I've seen a lot of people do, myself included, or decluttering things trying new things with your family, starting new habits where you go on your weekend hike or your evening walk. I've seen a lot of people get a new pet to the family. We got a hamster. I don't think I've ever said that on here because in the, mm, I guess, nine months we've had that little guy, I've touched him once, literally. I don't hold him. I don't feed him. The kids do everything. They feed him. He's fine. And his name's DJ Greenbean, by the way, which is a super cool hamster name. Um, (laughs) Anyway, back to what we're really talking about is that I know this last year has already been filled with its own kind of renewal. And maybe the faith renewal has been a huge part of your last year. That's amazing. And this episode is still for you because I think you're going to find something in here to keep you going. My whole mission here with Together is to help you who are already building a strong family, build your family stronger, and just be a constant reminder and cheerleader of intentional ways to keep doing that. And there is nothing like being on a journey and looking to your side and feeling like no one is with you. So I'm with you. (laughs) I'm right here. And I want you guys to feel that way. And this is an important topic to me. This is something super close to my heart. And I think that if you and I were sitting together in my home, this would be a very easy conversation you and I would have together. And we'd talk about this. If you have our together for family dinner or together for date night, you know that in the beginning is a little section called Why to Gather. And in this section, I talk about my story to how this came about. But I include verses from Luke chapter 8, and it's the parable of the sower. And I know you've heard it before, but I want to read it real quick. A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some seed fell on the path and was trampled, and the birds of the sky ate it up. Some seed fell on rocky ground, and when it grew, it withered for lack of moisture. Some seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew with it and choked it. And some seed fell on good soil, and when it grew, it produced fruit a hundredfold. And then a few verses later, it's the parable of the sower explained. This is the meaning of the parable. The seed is the word of God. Those on the path are the ones who have heard, but the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts that they may not believe and be saved. Those on rocky ground are the ones who, when they hear, receive the word with joy. 
but they have no root. They believe only for a time and fall away in time of trial. But as for the seed that fell on rich soil, they are the ones who, when they have heard the word, embrace it with a generous and good heart and yield a harvest through their perseverance. And that's what I want to talk about today, planting our seeds in rich, rich soil so that we can yield a harvest, but we're doing it because of our perseverance. I do not think it's easy to be strong in our faith in this world. I don't. I don't think it's easy to raise a family that's strong in our faith. I think we have so many things that are up against us naturally. The very first thing is in our own home. It's our schedules. We all know we are busy and we put a lot of things first before God. It just happens. The other thing is all the outside things battering down. Turn on any TV show, listen to any song, read any book, walk through any store, and you have all kinds of values that are direct conflict to the values that we're trying to teach our our children and our family and the ones that we want to live. So it feels like a constant just up stream swim, doesn't it? I know you know what I'm talking about. And sometimes it's like, why do I even keep trying? It'd almost be easy to give up. And actually it would. It would be much easier to not put the energy and the perseverance into raising a holy family. It just would. That is the truth. So what are you going to choose? Are you going to choose to put the energy in knowing that it will be work, but that you are going to just yield this most abundant fruit? Or are you going to settle for mediocre or status quo or the, hey, I'll just get by and see what happens? Because I'll tell you what will happen. The world's going to do its job on your kids. It is. It's going to teach them every virtue that you wanted to teach them, but it's going to flip it and twist it and turn it and tell them something else is correct. So what are you going to do? That is why this is a real conversation here today. But Guess what? I'm going to give you tools to make it feel easy and I'm going to make it feel natural because I live the same life. Four kids trying to run around, crazy schedule, busy schedule, and trying to fit it all in, but I want it to work in my real life. But I also want it to work knowing that I have to put the work in to appreciate the blessings and feel the rewards. We can all agree every day we are planting seeds of all kinds, right? We do it through our words, our actions, our values, our priorities, all the ways we fill our time. I think the interesting thing to keep thinking about from the Bible verses I read from the book of Luke is that it doesn't matter where we throw our seeds if we're not throwing it in good soil. It really does make a difference. And I talked about this a lot about where we plant and knowing what kinds of soil we're really growing in in our family. I did a whole episode on it. It's called, it's episode seven. It's called Family Growth. Shouldn't we begin with checking the soil? An interactive audit. And the interactive audit part is what I highly recommend about this episode. I would say go check it out soon after listening to this one since it's what we're talking about. You'll be able to walk through identifying the kinds of soil you're really hoping to place roots in for your family. And I use an acronym for the word heart for habits, environment, activities, relationships, and teaching. 
to get a really good grasp on where your family is planting. I think you'll love that episode. And it's really going to complement what you're doing in this episode. But we learned from that parable some really big truths about where we are planting our faith. Just because we do plant doesn't mean it's going to grow. It can be taken away quickly by something of the world. It can get choked out by things in its way. Perhaps one of the scariest things we learn from that parable, that it can actually be joy-filled. Our, our faith that we give to our family could be so joy-filled and grow, but it won't last because it has no root. And that one right there, that one makes my heart sink. Because I think so many of us can go about these things through our day and realize when it's too late that we haven't really dug deep enough to make a solid root. And the key is that good and fertile soil that brings life after life after life to our family and harvest after harvest. And I know that is what we all want. And I don't think it's even as hard as any of us really think. But like anything, it begins with commitment. And I think that is the hardest part. That is what keeps us from doing most things in our life that we know are good for us, right? We can all think of something that has gone that way for us. I want to compare it to something in our home because I referenced so many of these things in the beginning of this episode but I want to compare it to personally my disorganized laundry room and I want to do that because I think you're going to see a really great comparison to why we go about renewing things in our life and how this easily fits into faith for our family. So a few years ago, I really needed my laundry room helped. It was awful. It was not working for our family of six. And my goal was that I needed this system that worked. I didn't want anything to waver within it. I wanted something that everyone in our family could know and stick with and that we could fall back on when the piles literally kept piling up again without warning because I knew that was going to happen as well. So as I look back, I think, okay, what happened through that process? Well, the first thing I did was I had to care enough about what the heck I was going to take an initiative to change, right? So either I had the pain already, which I did, or I wanted to handle it before it became a big problem, which is part of the thing too, because I could just see as our life was going on with six people and sports and all this, you know, extra laundry and things that it was going to get out of control very quickly. So that was number one. Number two, I asked for help. I had already tried things and failed, and if I wasn't failing, I knew that I just needed another perspective to help me see what I wasn't seeing, right? So I needed to ask for help, and I did. I asked a friend of mine who has since moved, but it's Danny from Go Organizer. You can find her on Instagram if you want. She's amazing. She really helped me, but I I needed to ask for that help. And then number three, I had to get my tools. What were my tools going to be? Well, my helper was going to really set those straight for me and give me some ideas, and she did. 
For the laundry room, it meant a new basket system, a, a new cubby system, even a new way to fold my laundry. Then number four is I had to learn all these new ways. So we really set it up. We figured out how it would work. And that that was really the commitment in telling myself, we are making this change and, and we're going for it. That was, you know really diving in and knowing that we were changing our ways. And number five, we committed to the process as a group. So we actually had a family meeting. We talked about it. Everyone knew what was going on. And they agreed that this would work in our family. And here's how we're going to do it. And number six is really the key here. When we mess up, which is often, we have a family meeting and we get back to it. And we let everyone know what their role is and they make it happen so that the system that we care enough about to bring order to our family gets reinstated and recommitted to. And that is really what's going on here. Name any other thing we talked about early in the episode. And I don't think the process to growth is too much different, right? Any health, new habit, whatever it is, you notice that you need a renewal, you commit to it, you make it happen, you ask for help, you get the tools, learn new ways, keep committing to the process. And when you mess up, you get back up and go right back at it. And if we're talking in this whole episode about renewing our faith and what does that mean to our family, this is not just a personal question. It's for the family as a whole. So the first question I would ask you about this is what is holding you back right now from going all in for that which God is calling you? Now, I know that can be a heavy question, but I'm sure some things are going through your head. Maybe it's something simple like your schedule, or you don't even know where to begin, or it feels awkward. Just know what it is. Get those things going in your head, and now you're at the point where you can make a plan because you just committed to the fact that you're going to work this out. And again, if your faith is already really strong in your family and you have have some really good daily practices, then what is your plan for keeping it there and for continuing growing? Because, you know, you don't want to be stagnant either because that's no good. If we go with the laundry room analogy here, then number two would be ask for the help. Where are you going to get the help? Some obvious answers here, you can go to books, you can go to people that you can follow on Instagram that give you daily good messages, you can listen to podcasts that fill you up spiritually. What about your environment? Is that helping or is it hindering? Do you have temptations out there that are just stopping you every step? So when you are looking for help with your faith, I think we also need to look at What is not helping us? Because there's definitely a lot of answers to that. One thing for me would be I like to read a devotional every morning. And if I get out of the habit of that, the thing that's hindering me is usually that I'm going to bed too late and I can't get up in the morning because it knocks my whole schedule off in the morning when I want to have that quiet devotional time. So you figured out what's going on. You ask for the help. And number three is find your tools. I'm going to give you some quick, easy tools here that you can implement no matter what part of the faith journey you're on. 
For our family, there's a really easy constant that has been in our life forever that strikes up the greatest conversations about faith for our family. It feeds us so well. It keeps us in a state of worship, and it is so, so good. And what it is is contemporary Christian music. It is amazing. If you do not listen to K-Love Radio Air One Radio or your local Christian station, I want you to find what those are in in your area and listen to them. I'm going to tell you some artists right now that you will love everything they play. Need to Breathe, Casting Crowns, Lauren Daigle, Mercy Me, My Girls Love, Brit Nicole. I mean, these are all just really great songs, really great artists that will fill you up, get you dancing, get the praise hands going up. And it's just amazing tools. I can't even begin to name all the incredible conversations that these songs have led to in our own family. It's unbelievable. And these songs have led to so much goodness for our family because we have gone to so many Christian concerts. We were at the Casting Crowns drive-in tour this summer. It was amazing. It happened to be on my birthday. And that brings our family together over something so good and so easy to do together. Another really easy tool are a couple podcasts that I'm going to recommend. Father Mike Schmitz has an incredible podcast where he has a lot of short episodes. But right now, he has today the number three podcast, although it's been number one. And I'm going to bet that it goes to number one many times this year. It is the Bible in a year. That's it. Every day he reads a part of the Bible and he's reading in order. It's amazing. They're about 25 minutes or less and you will fall in love with it. I recommend uh, listening to it with your spouse and trying to do that together. (laughs) Obviously, if you haven't started yet, you're going to be behind, but that's okay because they're recorded. So they are evergreen episodes. You can listen to them at any time. Another podcast that I highly recommend is the Five Minute Mom podcast by Audra Haney, who I had on in episode 22. And if you just scroll back, through all her episodes. She has done a Fruit of the Spirit series, a scripture series, and she has so much in there and so many quick episodes you can jump into. Of course, I recommend a daily devotional. And I think the key to that is something that really changed my quiet time experience with the Lord. My daily devotional is when I added a journal. I went to the dollar store and I picked up about five mini notebooks. They're a dollar each, of course. Each day when I'm reading my devotional, I write what I feel like God is speaking to me. So I just have a little page, but it keeps me going back and I see what my growth is and I write down the things I really want to remember and implement in my family. We're still in number three with getting all our tools ready. And the things that I just talked about were more personal, right? Like how do you grow your own personal faith? Well, what about with your family? Where do you go there? Here's a very easy thing you can do. Of course, I'm all about the conversation starters, but if we're not talking, then we're not growing, right? So we have to do that. One very easy thing is to grab a verse or quote that you really like that is faith-centered. Write it on a card and make it a conversation starter. Put it in the middle of your table. Bring it in the car. Have a little gathering around the couch or whatever. Put a little, put a few cards out and let them pick what they want to talk about. And I'll give you a couple to go to, run to Pinterest, Put in C.S. Lewis quotes, Mother Teresa quotes, Bible verses about blank, 
fill in the theme if you want it to be about courage, about goal setting, about being a leader, whatever you want it to be. Find that and write it down. That is super easy. Use one of those Christian songs you've now been listening to. Pull out a line from there. There are going to be so many song lyrics in there that you can just pull out and say, oh my gosh, let me tell you a story that that reminded me of. And then you're just starting to tell stories and you're feeding off each other and you're growing in a foundation of faith. Another tool that our families have got to be committed to is going to church. Do you miss it? What do you miss it for? Is it a priority? Why? Why not? Is it because you have a soccer game? Well, I guarantee you can find another church service when you don't have a soccer game that weekend. Is there a church service you can find near where the soccer game is? Does that require a little sacrifice? Yeah, but isn't that what you're trying to teach your family about faith anyway? Sacrifice? So, you know, we're going to have to step out of our comfort zone on some of these things and make it happen in our family. With that note, I'm going to say if your church is open and you haven't been back, ask yourself why. Why have you not been back? I realize there's some people who have a really good reason, maybe, but if you're going to restaurants and you're going to grocery stores and you're going to your kids' sporting events and your kids are going to school, why are you not showing up in the church building? We are better together when we worship together. That is what our world needs right now. So I would say really consider why you're not showing up to church if you're not. And if you are going, Keep going and invite people in your community to come with you to your church who you know haven't been back because that is where we need to be right now. That is where we need to be lifting up our prayer in one voice and praying together. Another tool is prayer time, of course. Do you begin every meal with a prayer? It's such an easy way to center us, to bring us together, to make it be the one habit you have to do before anyone begins to eat. Do you have a prayer that you say? Is it awkward to, to make one up? If it is, just Find a blessing before a meal prayer online and print it off and keep it on your table and use that. Make it something fun where each child is in charge of prayer for that week and they bring one to the table that they really like and they get to read it and everyone gets to pray it together. But think of a time in your day where you guys can commit to prayer as a family. For the nights that you don't make it at mealtime together? What about at bedtime together? What about in the car? Think about that. Again, if that feels awkward, I think that the most unawkward thing is to have a piece of paper you're reading off of. That's why together conversation starters are all on stickers. Because if mom says, hey honey, will you talk about how you helped a stranger in need? You might get some eye rolls, but when the sticker asks, no one typically argues with that because the sticker is asking you. Same with the piece of paper that's asking you to pray. Just read it, right? So if we have all our tools in place, then we have to learn the new way. The way we all learn together as a family is having a family meeting and talking about it. 
knowing what we're doing, knowing what we're implementing, letting them give input into what they want to bring to the family to grow the faith, grow the soil, plant the seeds, bring in the harvest, right? Learn these new ways together and appreciate them together and keep moving forward together. And then number five is commit to this process. Make sure everyone is on board and you're going to commit to it and you're going to make sure that someone calls you out if you don't do the prayer before dinner or someone makes sure you go to the same mass or church service or whatever you are doing with your family each week, week after week after week. Maybe someone is listening to Air One and they realize they found a song they like and they want to share it with the family. Make sure you're asking them to do that. And then remember that number six point, if you mess up, it's okay. If you stray from what you're trying to do, that's all right. Keep going. Keep getting back up and trying again because nothing comes easy without work and perseverance and growing our faith certainly is no different. If you've gotten this far and you feel renewed already and you feel like you're pumped up to go try some new things within your family and talk to them about this episode, then this is perfect timing because do you know what next week is? Next week is Ash Wednesday on February 17th. It is the beginning of Lent, the season before Easter that Christians have used for many, many centuries, many years to prepare for Jesus's resurrection. It is a natural time of rest and renewal and rebirth and reconciliation and forgiveness and growth. And the greatest thing I feel like I can do right now is help you with that. I know that I can. I know that I can give you these little things to help in the small moments and really help you see a transformation to where you want to be, how you want to grow. And again, this is if you're faith is at any level in the journey. If it's what you would consider a little weaker for your family or what you would consider strong, because here's the thing, wherever we are in that process, it is about that continued growth. And if we are planting the seeds in that soil, we're going to see that. So what does that mean to you? I made something really, what I think is great this year. I've always done these hard copy products, right? Where you have to peel your stickers and do your thing. And I still have the one for Easter where you peel the stickers and you count up and you put it on the path to the empty tomb. And I love the tangible part of that. I love that it's interactive, you're sitting together, you're doing that. But this year I did something different. And in addition to the Together for Easter game, we already have, I made a Together for Easter digital version. And you all, it is really, really special. My hope with every one of these products has always been to meet you all and my own family where we are in this real life and and give us something to take the small moments we have and make them bigger because I realize that none of us have this time to just sit down and have all these big family discussions for hours or anything but what if we could do it in 15 minutes or less and walk away feeling so connected and because of what we're talking about this episode feel like our faith is really growing and that is the foundation we want for our family because I know none of us want to wake up and wonder why did the roots not grow any further what the heck happened so I'm giving you all this as such a great tool for your family. If you know about our Together for Easter product, it is 
14 stickers. It, it starts on Ash Wednesday and then it goes every Sunday until the week before Easter, which is Holy Week. And then each of those days you have a sticker. So the commitment up to that week before Easter is just one time a week. That's it. And I give you a theme around a Bible verse and then a question to discuss with your family. Ideally, you would do this around a meal, but you could do it after church, sitting at your couch. You could do it before bedtime. Wherever you feel like it works into your family, you just set it up. This version also has 14 stickers that are called Grow Individually, and these are journal reflections for personal reflection, which you print off online a page to sticker sticker to and write your thoughts. You can also get 15 for little ones stickers, which are designed just for the little ones, and they have their own printable page online as well. And the digital version goes like this. You print off 14 of these little cards, they're on squares over three and a half pieces of paper, and you start with that prompt. And then there's an additional rectangle card for each day, which is to keep the conversation going. So it feeds off of what you already were working on with that sticker prompt, and it gives you some activities to do. Let me give you an example because I think you're really gonna like where this takes you in the growth process and not just a nice little discussion, but it actually takes you to the next level of where you want to be during this Lenten season. So the first sticker with Ash Wednesday is actually the one I asked you in this episode, what is holding you back right now from going all in? And the follow-up questions to this one give you an opportunity to talk about what you'd like to give up during this entire Lenten journey that will help each of you be a better person. So of course, that's going to lead to growth. And throughout this journey with these cards, you're going to see that you get to talk about that and revisit what each of you have given up and talk about if that's working for you and what's hindering that. Another example is on the third Sunday, you're going to talk about the seeds, and everything's not about seeds here, but I'm just pulling this one out because that's what we're talking about in this episode. But the sticker says, what seeds do we need to plant in our family to grow the fruits we want to see? How are we going to do that? So you're going to have a family chat about this and really come up with it. And one of the follow-up questions to that says, let's list all the areas slash soils of our lives that we should be watching to make sure good fruits are growing in that soil. So imagine having this conversation with your spouse as well as with your teenager or with your eight-year-old child and let them really look at their life and what they are allowing to grow in. During the week before Easter, you're going to have an opportunity to write out a whole list of what are some actions we can take or decisions we can make in our own home that are true acts of serving one another before ourself. And then you follow it up with how will this strengthen our own personal humility and help us practice self-forgetful love. These are prompts that are going to be so easy for you all to talk about in your family, but they're just, they're given to you in a tool through together because it's things that we want to talk about, but we don't always come up with, or who's going to take the time to put it into a whole sequence that builds off each other? Well, 
I am and I did it for you. And I want to make this so easy for you all to get. So all you have to do is download it and print it at home. And if you don't even want to print it, you can just pull it up and and look at it on your phone each time you want to go through it. But I'm really excited to announce that is on the website now. It's a digital download. It's in our togethermoments.com shop. And it, you guys, this is the best part. It's only $9.99. That's it. And I'm not discouraging you from buying the sticker game. That one's amazing too. And what I love about that one is that interactive part and sitting there and doing it together and building that poster to see the path to the tomb and count it down. And these are not the same questions, by the way. So you're going to get a different experience if you buy that product and a different experience if you get the digital version, but it's going to all take you down that same path of renewal during the Lenten season. So I hope that this episode really struck something deep in you and it really helps you all to see that you can grow deeper roots in your family and to confirm that what you are doing is great and your your roots are going deep and just add on that and keep building your family strong. If this is what you want for your family, I am so happy to help you this Lenten season. Go to togethermoments.com shop and you can pick up your original Together for Easter game with the stickers or you can download your print at home digital version right there. Just a reminder, if you don't get this right in time for Ash Wednesday, that is okay. Easter's not till April 4th, so you do have a lot of time to catch up. However, starting on Ash Wednesday really would make the Lenten season super special and being able to really see that transformation and growth. And if you don't take anything else away from this episode, please remember that the time we have with one another is the time we are given to plant those seeds. What we do with that precious time determines how rich we can make the soil of our relationships. And when we gather those moments and use them for good, the harvest will be plenty. If you love what you're gathering through these episodes, please screenshot, tag us, share with friends, and leave a review. It is the best compliment you can give us. It is so encouraging, and together we can help grow stronger families. Be sure to follow us at Together Moments on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a DM. Check out all our incredible games and tools and your free family resources at togethermoments.com. As always, Take time to gather, together to grow, and speak the words that matter.